Hello and welcome to Dan and Dara Do I'm Dan Eric. And I'm Dara McNicholas. And welcome to episode four. If you've missed the first three episodes, you can find us on Facebook at Dan and Dara Doability, Twitter at Dan and Dara Doability, Instagram at Dan and Dara Doability, and Gmail as well. You guessed it, Dan and Dara Doability at gmail.com. That's true. If you just want to drop us a line if you want to get in touch or you want to reach out to us. Exactly, and we'd be more than happy to communicate with you and maybe get some feedback on on what you've been, uh, what you think so far. I yeah. Suppose. So where are we off to today, Dan? We're talking about transport, and I suppose that um, it has been a major issue in the media of recent times. So we just thought we'd shed some light on it. Yeah, in a in a really vague kind of way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All, all, our, all our stories today are connected. Not <laughs> necessarily from an official standpoint, but just from uh, I suppose a personal one. Yeah, our own our own look at little things. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, the best exactly. So um I went down to Irish Rail and had a chat with the people in the Dart. Okay. Um, because originally I'd looked on their website and I had seen there was this kind of 12 hour notice period mm-hmm. that they were looking for um, for people in, in who needed access to the DART or needed assistance onto the DART they wanted a 12 hour notice period which you all kind of thought was a bit silly yes. um, so I went down to have a chat with Chris Rafferty who is the uh, district manager uh, for the DART down mm-hmm. in uh, Pier Street uh, or Westmoreland Street depends which way you want to look at it uh, or not so street. No, that's dark doesn't go there. Anyway, um, so we had a chat, and um, Dan hasn't heard this either. So we're all going to listen to this together, and we're going to have uh, a chat about it after. But here we go. I am joined now by uh, Chris Rafferty, who is the uh, district officer uh, or district manager, should I say, for the uh, Dart here in Dublin. Uh, Chris, thanks for joining me. Chris, I just want to have a quick chat, which is if I can, about. Um, more, I would say, uh, wheelchair access and, and, and mm. the DART and the current situation, which I understand looking at the website is you would like at least 24 hours notice where possible. Not, no, not uh, at one stage we did look for 24 hours notice. Uh, uh, we we carried out a, quite a bit of a research maybe 12 months ago, and one of the outcomes of that was that 24 hours notice was uh, unaccept- unacceptably high. And I personally would incl- was inclined to agree with that. So we, we introduced a pilot project early 2018. And uh, one of the features of that was that we reduced it to four hours. But in practice, we get a lot of people who would actually just uh, arrive without any notice. Now, th- th- most of the time we can deal with that. But uh, s- s- when we can't deal with it, we, we end up with a problem. So I, I think we will ultimately end up with maybe an hour's notice, you know, which I think is reasonable, you know. But uh, on top of that, we build relationships between staff in our, in our stations uh, and people with accessibility issues. And that's been one of the key features. And uh, particularly, you know, take the likes of Dawkey, uh, like I would know that the staff there would have given out their personal phone, phone numbers. Now, since that, we've actually introduced mobile phones and we will be upgrading them to smartphones which we might talk about later on. But yeah, so the, the, the mobile phone numbers will be in public domain. Okay, well, I, I have to say you're probably doing yourself a disservice there <coughs> because your website still says 24 hours. 
Well, I will check that. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised. Good. I'm surprised. Uh, yeah, no, because I had a look before I came yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I do. Well, actually, maybe where the confusion is, mm. it's, I think it's, actually, I don't think it is 24 hours for the rest of the country. For the dart, it's four hours. Um, but okay. I, I will. I, I, we're, we're I, we won't. We, we for, we for, won't the for the bit underneath the artist. I will check it. Yeah, I will check it. Yeah. <laughs> so would you? I, I suppose is that is that if we if we go back to your process, kind of where it's in around four hours now. Is that a, is that a phone call? Is that an email? It can be either. Uh, it, it can be an email, but uh, most of the time it would be a phone call um, because we just particularly with regular customers, right? It would be a phone call um, because the relationships are built up, you know. Uh, email, yes, uh, we, we get emails. Uh, we wouldn't get as many. Um, funny enough, we've got a couple now recently for events, people going to rugby matches and that, you know, would say we're getting on in Greystones at 3 o'clock and we're going to the match in Aviva and we want to go back on the train after. But uh, the, 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 twice I think that's come in on an email we, we would just uh, absorb the email and note it and uh, you know we would deal with it is, it, is that difficult to deal with at Lansdowne Road no it's, no because it's no I, would, I wouldn't call it difficult because the, uh, the reasons we uh, I'd say it's not difficult is that we had to process, a process uh, in place quite a very good rigorous process Um we're geared up we see disabled people as very much part of our core customer base um so we just get on with it and uh we do it quite successful well i would think very successfully we have the odd fall down where you know maybe you know miscommunication but uh the, the figures stack up that like we i think we did 11,000 assists in the first six months of this year and I think we had maybe three or four, maybe a little bit more fall downs. That would be a case where somebody forgot to connect with a customer going from A to B. Um, but uh, it's it's uh, the more embedded the process gets, uh, obviously the less fall downs we have. And uh, touch wood, uh, I haven't been bothered with a fall down now in quite a while. You know, okay, that's 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 impressive. So, talk me through the process then of getting, we say, somebody in a wheelchair on and off a train Did I mean, you know it is well the textbook case yeah. is that uh, you know we go to uh, somebody wants to get on in Blackrock and go to Pierce Station say and uh, make contact with Blackrock Station uh, all the numbers are on the, on the website uh, we are a little bit short on signage at the moment and that, that has been dealt with in that we've a, we've a number of stations that are fully manned okay so if you go to Blackrock or Ring Blackrock you will get someone Unless it's you know it's an, it's an extreme situation where you know something really radical has gone wrong, but uh, we we've for the hub stations we have as I say the fully man, and when I say fully man there's backup, so if a guy coming to work as a puncture, the baby's sick or he's on annual leave we have backup built into the rosters, so uh, there'll always be someone there if you ring Blackrock. So the process the process is I want to go on the ten o'clock train. 10 o'clock train from Blackrock to Pierce. I basically ring, you know, four hours notice. Now, again, as I say in practice, we don't really insist on the four, you know, although that's the official line. Uh, so they ring at eight o'clock. Basically, the guy in Blackrock will take a note uh, in his phone with a reminder. That's, you know, Joe Bloggs is going to arrive 
and went to assistance at, uh, for the 10 o'clock train and on he goes assisted onto the train and the guy in Blackrock will, will contact Pierce he'll record it in Blackrock and Pierce will record it in their book and they do something similar uh, taking out the time arriving at 10.20 and s- simple as that they, they'll dispatch someone to deal with it in Pierce um, when I say hub stations hub stations we, uh, what, uh, hub stations between Holt, Malahide and Bray uh, one in three stations are hub stations. That means they're fully manned. Well, what the hub station will do is Blackrock is beside Booterstown, so Blackrock take care of Booterstown. If Joe Bloggs said, "Well, today I want to go from Booterstown," so I want to get the ten o'clock train for Booterstown, uh, the guy from Blackrock will go up and meet him. And like we've plenty of examples of that. We've regular customers going through Booterstown. Like any of the stations, we've we've regular people actually. You know, a few very regular that are actually going to work, say, on a 9 to 5, 10 to 5 or something like that. And that's basically it. They make contact, we respond, arrange, and make sure that there's someone to meet them at the, the other end. Quite a simple process. But, uh, you know, like anything, once you get more than one person involved in communication, uh, there's, there's a possibility of a fall down. So we have, to, we have a rigorous pr- process in place, and it's well better down at this stage again touch woods you know don't be tempted fate lovely you, you mentioned um we'll go back to it, you did mention smartphones smartphones yeah we we have a we have a, a cunning plan as they say uh to bring in a, in a process where we can book uh book and assist as we call it online okay and we we're we're, we're in the process of developing an app which is quite exciting um, the, the app will basically, you know, app on, on a per, per person's smartphone, connect with the app uh, in Irish Rail, and you just say, again, I want to get the 10 o'clock from Blackrock to Pierce. Uh, you just book it on the app, and you'll actually get a name. You know, Johnny and Blackrock would be there to meet you at 10 o'clock. So it, it'll go from the, the customer's uh, phone to a smartphone in in the hub station, the hub station will, will obviously have a, have a note of it. They'll get a reminder uh, and set it up online, basically. So there's no need for a phone call. So that's the the smartphones are basically on the way. Uh, the app is on the way, but a bit of work to do yet because it's uh, it's breaking new ground, you know. So okay, that, that seems like a big that seems like a big advance. Big, big, exciting uh, uh, and very innovative. Um, yes, I, I have to say, but the proof will be in the pudding, you know. Uh, so, so a little bit of caution there. But I have to say, I, I would be excited about it, you know. And obviously, hopeful that you know people will take advantage of it, you know. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a good one. It's a good one, and it demonstrates commitment that we have towards people with disabilities absolutely the integration uh, well that's you know and that is the I suppose primary ob- objective that you know if you, you get the same treatment if you, you're disabled or able-bodied very good listen Chris really appreciate you taking time to talk to me today and uh, I'm Dara McNicholas for Dan and Dara Doability um, we will be testing about ourselves and we'll report back to you well uh, I look forward to that yeah Forward. Thanks very much, Thanks, Chris. Thank you. So there we are, Dan. Uh, that was Chris Rafferty um, from Dart uh, Irish Rail. 
uh, I am very thankful for, for, for Chris taking the time to um, sit down with me and, and go through it. Um, so, your thoughts, Dan? Yeah, it's, it's, listening to the interview, he seems very open to uh, to giving you the information and fair play to, fair play to you and to him for um, acknowledging the, I suppose, the mishap on the... No, on, 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 yeah, on the website, but I know as we were even kind of talking about the, uh, listening to the interview, we, we both Googled it. And you get both versions. The twenty-four hours is still up there. This is at the time of recording. The twenty-four hours is still there, but yeah. the other longer version that Chris is talking about is also there. So, mm-hmm. you know, it depends on where you go. It's up to Irish Rail to clean up their act. Effectively, it's their website. We've pointed it out. Yeah, they need to go and sort it out. Exactly. But we're not investigative journalists. Exactly. I would completely agree. No, yeah. this is just uh, raising the awareness of it. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. But then I think when he was talking about the smartphone app right at the end of it there yeah. that sounds very promising particularly from a from a a, a spontaneity yeah. um, Dan, wa- Dan wants to head into town do a bit of Christmas shopping yeah you know you're not going to do that 24 hours in advance well maybe you would but you know <laughs> yeah yeah no it's it's nice because that kind of takes away the obvious planning that would need to take place on yeah True. On a regular basis, and sometimes it just gets so yeah. Because hard as, as, as I promised Chris, we are going to go out and we're going to have a little run at and see if the process works. Yeah. So we've got a plan. And I, I'm I'm very much looking forward to that. And uh, now I know everyone's not going to agree with us, or everyone's not going to agree. I'm sure there's people who possibly listen to the podcast now who are who are throwing stuff at the radio. Yeah. You know who have a completely different point of view. Who, I mean, I know you don't use it that that frequently yourself, so no, it's not like you have terrible stories. Uh, no, I don't. Um, so yes, you probably are right in saying that. that yeah. there, there, so will, there will be people. If there's somebody out there, if you have a problem, get in touch with us. Tell exactly. Us your story. Do give us a, um, we listen. your perspective, and we're more than happy to to listen to it and debate it. And you tell us, and we will tell them. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and you were saying that I I wouldn't use the dart myself very often and you would be right um, I would kind of I, I don't either by the way <laughs> um, I would kind of I would tend to use Dublin bus um, a little bit more often uh, yes let's get to Dublin bus <laughs> Dublin bus yeah uh, over the summer I was um, I tried out a, a scheme that they're doing it's called a, a travel travel scheme quite simple Um where an employee from uh, Dublin Bus come out to you and discuss kind of routes and where you want to go and they go along the bus journey with you and I suppose from my perspective my sense of geography is like non-existent Um, so given that I was very happy with my uh, with my leaving through result juggery <laughs> um, yeah no, my my sense of town particularly would wouldn't be great so I think I was kind of looking for just landmarks as you go into town so I don't know once you get to the park at Harold's Cross like it's a big fence or something yeah. you know that kind of way so that's a 
massive landmark, well not massive landmark, but it's a big enough landmark that yeah, it's there long enough that I can remember it, you know. Um, so that, that's been very, very helpful and I'm definitely more, more confident as a result of that using Dublin Bus and going in and out of town um, and I have started to use it. But there's Dublin Bus doing something positive? Much more frequently, yeah, yeah. Um, now there has been one or two issues where I would be waiting outside a bus stop and either the ramp doesn't work. Right. I have had one situation actually where I was with a friend of mine and I've been waiting for a bus for about 10, 15 minutes or so and a bus came up and it was full and there was a lady with um, a buggy and the lady with the buggy <laughs> yes the, the infamous buggies um, and the way as far as I understand it the way that that situation works is the bus driver can um, request that the lady put the buggy away the lady yes yeah. but that's as, as far as it can go yeah it's a bus it's not it's not the law um and then unfortunately for me she refused so i had to wait i can't remember how long now because it was a while ago but i had to wait for the next bus and it was just it was really really frustrating yeah unnecessary Um, unnecessary, exactly it was just because it was cold and wet i'm not i don't want to sound like i'm a punt and then you know all that kind of thing because I um but at the same time it's an unnecessary inconvenience yeah chances um, are anyway if the woman had put her buggy up people would have stood in that place anyway and the bus would have been as full potentially potentially yeah, yeah. Mm. so uh, Dublin bus if you're listening get in contact definitely we'll, we'll, be, yeah, we'll, we, we'll get around to you soon anyway don't worry definitely um yeah. But yeah, no, it's been been generally very positive mm. in recent times, and I'm really enjoying um, using it. It's been a great. It's given me a great sense of freedom, um, just being able to travel independently. Yeah, so. of course. Right, we're going to move on to a little bit, um, slightly, yeah, maybe kind of a little bit transport related. But um, the Irish Wheelchair Association have launched a new pin, uh, one of the Rangers pins. And this one's got a firefighter on the front of it. Very okay. cool. Yeah. Very, very, very cool. Nice. Yeah. Um, you know, we're just giving a shout out, really. Uh, you can go to the uh, Irish Wheelchair Association website, which is... The IWA.ie. And you can donate there. Um, yeah, I, it's, it's, it's a lovely little pin. Uh, it's just a little, little lapel pin, and it's got a, a little girl with wings and a firefighter's um, uniform. Lovely. Very nice. So that's that. Slightly mm, transport related, maybe. But Slightly transport yeah, related. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Segway. And to give a shout out to the um, IWA Angels Ambassador this year, who is um, Paddy Smith, who you might know as a social media influencer. Yes. Mm, we have to say that, don't we? Because we're not being sponsored. Yeah, no, we have to cover ourselves there. <laughs> he's, he's an influencer. 
Yeah, no, the big shout out mm-hmm. to him as well, actually, as the, as the ambassador for this year. Now, I suppose, listen, we shall have a chat about... Do you want to talk about that story from Luton? Yes, that's a, I read an article recently where a man ha, was travelling back, I think, back to Luton, Luton Airport, and he his um his his okay to give you a bit of background. Yeah. Sorry, he's a um a paraplegic athlete. Yeah. Um. So he was flying back to Luton, and so he has um uh, 100% dependent on his chair to get around, um, and it was left on on the flight. So what? So left on the flight or left on the, left behind altogether? Was it? Left behind. Yeah. Sorry, yes, left behind altogether. Yeah. Um, so his plane took off, and his wheelchair was left on sitting there. Yeah, just sitting on the runway. Like, yeah. It's absolutely... Uh, and so what the article says here, uh, so it basically just a paraplegic athlete, Justin Levine, is suing Luton Airport after claiming he had to drag himself across the floor um, in the airport when his wheelchair didn't arrive. So it says the BBC reports that Levine's self-propelled wheelchair had been left behind on a flight meaning he had to pull himself along the airport floor and then it goes on to say staff apparently offered to push him in a rigid high back chair but Levine declined as he felt as if uh, he felt it stripped him of his independence and then he goes on to tell the BBC that he felt humiliated adding that I was angry and none of the staff seemed to understand the position or seemed to have any empathy for what was happening. Um, and he believes that there should be uh, a greater acknowledgement of how important independence is for disabled travellers. Um, going on to say that there should be appropriate equipment in every single airport. The airport's response on discovering that Miss Levine's flight had been flight had arrived without his wheelchair, our teams worked hard to find the solution. Oh yes, this is um important actually. Luton Airport did um give Levine an option of a high back chair. Um with very little support as I understand it. And he declined, um, just saying that he it didn't um, it stripped him of of his independence as I as I said. Um, now I can see merit to both sides of that story. I I don't know what you think, Tara. Oh, I'm keeping quiet then. <laughs> no, in fair, I I read the article as you sent it on to me because we said we would have a chat about it today, and you know. God, I, I, you know, I'd be worried what I might have to say. To be honest, um, you know, I can see both sides of it. Uh, okay, I'm not in a wheelchair. I don't have that level of dependency. But you know, what else could they do? You know, do they have to have a wheelchair that suits absolutely every user or every type of user? You know, or is it just this? And this is I wouldn't say it's the best we can do. But here is the best we can do right now for you. You know, he, I, I believe this man dragged himself across the floor. Yes. 
you know, rather than the wheelchair that he was offered. You want to make a point? That's fine. But, you know, it's... Oh, God, I don't know. Get angry and go on Facebook, go on Twitter, but, you know, what are you doing to yourself? I mean, I I can understand his point from the fact of, like, you know, he he's worked hard um, because it says in the article that he he what was it that he coughed and um yeah and he went for surgery rubbed and, and the surgery wasn't that's it and he was left in, in yeah that, in that predicament. he was yeah. left yeah um so i can understand that the use of his wheelchair is incredibly important from mm. um uh, an independence perspective and i suppose i can relate to that because i want to be as independent yeah. as possible no reason to be I suppose I've learned over recent years that there is a balance, though, at yeah. the same time. And I know we've discussed it before. That we were here on the second floor in, in the college. Fire alarm goes off. What happens? Can't use the lift. You stay there until you're rescued. You have to be carried downstairs. There's no one's going to carry your chair. So you go downstairs and they will put you in a propeller wheel or a, a push wheelchair. Yes. You know, should the college have uh, a motorized wheelchair downstairs for you? And the other five or six users that might be in the college at the same time. Yeah, in those circumstances, I don't believe that that would be necessary because you're just you wanting to get out of a burning building. Yeah, no, no, I, but I get that. But if if this guy was in a burning building, would he be expecting a wheelchair to suit his needs at the bottom? Um. I suppose yeah that's that's a difficult you know, one I mean. it's a difficult one yeah I know but is that in every building that he goes into that uh, well I suppose in every building that he would go into he would have a chair yeah but if he's upstairs and the fire alarm goes off and he can't use a lift he's got to be carried downstairs and put into another chair yeah yeah no it's as we say we can, we can see Maris to both sides. Yeah, I absolutely. I would be more more inclined to agree uh with the airport um on 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 this on mm. this one. I mean it, it the article does say that he is an advocate for um other disabled athletes and disability in general which yeah. I have the utmost the yeah. utmost respect for absolutely agree um, but at the same time there needs to be a balance where you you accept help and I I can say personally that I've needed to learn that um, myself because there has been times where I've wanted to work something out myself and you're just like no yeah grim determination yeah mm. um trust me now we all need a little help now and again yeah exactly so we'd be interested to um to hear your feedback on that on that issue yeah, true um, if you have any views let us know so we're going to leave that there now because i think we could we could we could talk yeah about this all day long uh you know but this is a podcast it's not a forever show 100 yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. agree um so there you have it. Uh, I think that kind of wraps us up, Dan. Yes, it does uh, for this week. Um, so where can people find us, Dan? You can find us on Facebook. <laughs> at Dan and Dan and Dan 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 D
Instagram. At DanandaraDoAbility. Twitter. At DanandaraDoAbility. And our Gmail account. At DanandaraDoAbility at gmail.com. Yeah, and YouTube as well. Uh, which YouTube. Is kind of, yeah, yeah. So just uh, we've added to that one. Yeah. Um, so you can you'll be able to find episode four on that absolutely and if you want to get in contact with us drop us an email send us a comment or a message on uh, facebook and uh, we'll come back to you we look forward to hearing absolutely. from you and we'll chat to you soon this has been dan and dara doability i'm dara mcnicholas i'm dan airy good evening good night and good luck <laughs>